0: What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Off The Record. I'm your host Imogen Marshall and as always please remember to rate if you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. All the details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com. Now before we welcome this week's guest we have the news. So I know it's been a few... Oh, we missed an episode last week, Um, as you might be able to tell from my voice. um, I've been a bit uh, under the weather, so um, you probably wouldn't be able to understand what I was saying last week, so that's why we've got pushback a week for this episode. So, we've got a bit of a bumper episode in terms of news for the past few weeks. Um, Obviously, the 4th of July celebrations were well underway on four days ago now so it would have been on Friday Um, so I hope everyone enjoyed their 4th of July celebrations. Garth Brooks has announced that he will be doing a dive bar tour a few dates going around the state so I think that'll be a really different experience for Garth having played all those massive stadiums going back to his roots. Um, In terms of big big news. Um, The big controversy at the moment has obviously been the sale of Big Machine label from Scott Borchetta to Scooter Brown. Now, obviously, there's been a huge backlash from the Taylor Swift debacle. Um, If anyone doesn't know about this, basically, so the Big Machine label, which was obviously um, Taylor Swift's old record label until the end of last year um, before she moved over to Universal um, so she was given the opportunity when she left Big Machine to either stay and extend her contract and if she had extended her contract then she would have been able to buy back the records one by one um, or move on and then the her masters for her old records would have belonged with Big Machine. Now obviously she's had huge beef with Scooter Brown who was the manager for Kanye West during that whole um when Kanye um, and Taylor had all their many, many fights, um, so um, obviously she hasn't. There's no real love lost between the two of them. So she has released a Tumblr post, which is well worth checking out. As long as, as well as reading um, Scooter Brown's wife's post and. Um, Scott Borchetta's own post explaining the situation Um, I'm not going to weigh in on it right now because obviously it's one of those things that you don't really know all the ins and outs but it's just definitely something to bear in mind and is an interesting kind of um, facet of the industry and discussion around the um, artists' ownership of their own music Um, so really, really worth, really interesting discussion going on around that obviously off the back of that a load of fans have been supporting Delta Ray who also used to belong to Baker Machine and they are now working on their own indie campaign and they have done a Kickstarter campaign which raised over a hundred thousand I think it was in a few days it's crazy the amount of support that they've received um, so definitely if you are fans of Delta Ray go and support them on their campaign Casey Musgraves also released her All the Colours um, exhibition at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Um, I'm excited to go over and see that in Nashville. Um, and that'll be available for the next year. Um, Glastonbury was obviously in full swing last weekend. And I was so happy to see Lights like, Carrie Underwood absolutely embossing it on the stage. And Miley Cyrus bringing up Billy Ray Cyrus and um, Lil Nags X for the performance of Old Town Road. And... Obviously, there was a massive fire. We're all still hearing more about the big fire at Universal, and hearing people like the Reba have also lost their masters. So, obviously, you know it's a very emotional moment. Um, Definitely worth just being cognizant of, I guess. Um, I'm so excited as well about the Dixie Chicks album. They've been um, teasing more stuff uh, about the upcoming project. I um, Can't tell you how excited I am for this. It's been well overdue, so we'll have to see that soon. Finally, um, I had the pleasure to go and see Carrie Underwood last week at Wembley, ending up her her show, uh, her stint of um, UK shows. Um, honestly. All I can say about it is what a performer. Carrie has got probably the best voice, maybe not even in country music, but in um in music generally, like the vocal gymnastics that she exhibited were just unreal. Um, she just owns the stage with this elegance. So it's almost I know she's only been doing it well, only, but she's been doing it for fourteen years now, since she won American Idol, and it's almost like seeing an icon who's been doing it their whole life, it's kind of crazy thinking that she, if she hadn't performed American Idol, where, she, where would she have been, because what what I find, um, she did loads of stuff from her back catalogue, and honestly I was also impressed with the upbeat and the her rocking guitar, like every twist and turn of the show just took me by surprise, and I was just so impressed by the whole show, so... That was that. In terms of releases, we've had quite a few new releases coming up. Twenty released her single "Social Babies," which has been one that I've loved hearing live, and it was really this this track is so poppy and upbeat that I was really happy that she did took a different spin on it because obviously when you've heard something live for so so long, um, it's really nice seeing how it's going to translate into the studio version, and I wasn't disappointed by that. Runaway June also released their um their album "Blue Roses." Honestly, I probably wasn't, I know some might have said this elsewhere, but I wasn't hugely overwhelmed with it as an album. Um, there were a lot of repeat tracks, which I was. Um, I, I would hope that they'd have done all new tracks. And in my mind, the production wasn't as great as it could have been. But saying that, I still think they're really like ones to watch in the industry. And um, they do have some absolute gems on the record. Blue Roses is a particular favourite of mine. Um, and I really am excited to see where they go with the rest of their career. Um, in terms of little teasers, we've had Better Together by Luke Combs, so he's done this, like, really ex- interesting project where he's invited friends into the creative process behind the record, um, asked them for feedback on some songs, and this Better Together one, I really hope it makes his new album, because it's it's so exciting. Um, in terms of other releases to go and check out, Mickey Guyton released a single called Sister, which is really empowering, and John Langston released a track called Now You Know, and they're both really, really um, Just wanted to go and check out. They're both um, slightly more under the radar, but they're obviously big up-and-comers and and definitely people that you should all be aware of. um, And I'm excited to see what they do next. So that's been the news for this week. Now I know I've been promising this one for a while but I'm so excited to introduce the podcast Anna Krantz. Now I'm really sorry about the audio for this is a little bit faulty just because we had a problem with one of the microphones which I realised after recording. But I still hope you get the gist um, and enjoy this chat with Anna Krantz, so please welcome her to the uh, You've always started
1: with the songwriting as your, uh, like, the core, so I feel like those songwriting rounds must, just, it, it, it is just an amazing environment to share your music and to share the stories behind the songs. Yeah, it's a brilliant sense of, I mean, it is very much a natural
2: in yeah. And so it's always tricky if someone does it outside of Nashville. Yeah. I, I
1: felt the ground up Yeah, perfectly. It's just, it's just great. Yeah. Exactly.
2: But you, so, you've
1: written, been writing songs since your were about eight or something, yeah. I read. Okay. Which okay. just. You're, I mean, obviously, your songwriting's evolved so much, but it, I feel like when you start at such a young age, you kind of like write as you mature and you write as you grow and you learn how to handle topics that in your life. As you grow rather than something when you want to arrive later in life, it can be a bit of a truckier a of transition. No, I don't know yeah, like no, right here, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Uh, yeah, but you also started um, at the same time doing some production stuff. So, can you like talk about? How your interest with production and that being so important to you, Yeah, So, as I got a little bit older, around about
2: 12 ish yeah, even a bit younger, so I started playing with layering sounds, very interesting and layering art. So, yeah, so um, I had a Casio tape player, so yeah. My so, I would hold my voice on one key, and then press play, We'd press record on the other, and yeah. layer on top of that, and then layer, 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 yeah. Um, so I'd, I, I I wanted more of them, mm-hmm.
1: them yeah. so I needed like, need something, yeah. and I didn't even know, what's, what's so I didn't know what it was meant to be. I, I, I just knew I had to Yeah. kind of way of getting them out. Yeah. So yeah. eventually I got, got an which is something, yeah. yeah. um, and a like, an 8 track, and yeah. a yeah. demo but, but it's cool that you sort because obviously you, you had started off producing it when you so young, so I feel like you must have yeah. known, mm-hmm. known from a young age who, what your sounds was like and what you naturally Kind of, in in your sense, you must have known what, who you who you were as a musician. Um, I, I think growing up, as
2: with any musician, it started with I'm going to copy my heroes yeah. and learn what they were. Doing. Yeah. And so how does Rachel Mitchell do that thing on the piano, where she's just playing six?
1: Yeah.
2: No, no, no.
1: yeah, And why are always doing these calls that sound similar to Beatles? And then why yeah. you know, just copying and copying and copying. Yeah. It wasn't until later till I was developed with my own sense of artistry, but I think mean, yeah. that's all it seems like that, that cool, curiosity of like, how did my great how did the greats get there, get to where they are and yeah. like the journey to where you are? Curious, like, what is it Yeah. There? how do I do, and then what do I want to say? Yeah, and then you started off doing Theatre company as well at some point. How did that come into your kind of musical journey? To the music that you went into the theatre company doing. It's like we were just talking about how, like, you turn a corner in life. Perhaps, yeah. You. I was in school and I like, heard singing on the And like, this isn't anyone who goes to school. This
2: is yeah. different. There's a theatre company called Chicken uh, Okay. And they were doing an outreach program at my school with a year, a few years above But they were there every Wednesday, and I like, became a bit obsessed. Yeah. Every Wednesday, I go. Literally, literally, they're like, This is <laughs> They're like, this, um, Who's this person who keeps hanging around? Yeah, and they're like, She wants to join M. And Then, a couple of years later, they did a the show with my year, and at the end of the show,
1: they said, Would you like to join the company? So, I joined Chicken Show because I just like everything about it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was the whole culture. And, and the, the yeah. really inclusive uh, they ethos that they have. Yeah. Those, those kind of um, companies and groups, they're just so important for musicians, musicians and children growing up, like, they're just so invaluable. Yeah, like, it's kind of my DCC to my level because I not have given that shit <laughs> Yeah, you're like um, this, is, this is my my And that stuff it doesn't matter. I don't care about that as much Exactly but, but I'm, not, I'm very, grateful. and also At the end of the day you've got to where you are now and that was the main thing that was always the most important thing so and you started when did when did you start kind of like performing I guess your music out out loud rather than in I would I have used
2: any so
1: it's
2: more no. out in the circle. Yeah, I was actually very kindly. Hoskins was a parent yeah. at my school. And um, he took quite an interest in my singing. Yeah. One day I said, I really want to
1: introduce this guy called Tony Ball." Tony Moore is um, an amazing man that runs Oh, um, uh, uh, I was like, I recognize that name. Where's the name come from? Yeah. And I uh, mean, he's more than just a bedford. Yeah. He's been responsible for my like, So many. People yeah. People. yeah. Um,
0: so
2: yeah, really cool. Bob Losskins, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you so said you must have been in that direction and told me about Yeah, that's amazing. amazing. And then you, but you were spotted up. by, I'm going to say, Peter, Peter Van Purpose at yes. one point. So, and from that, you recorded an like, independent release. This, 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 this. How, can you talk about that sort of I guess? And, yeah, I mean, well, I was gigging at place with the place where the Inlet, which was on the regular spot I used to play at. Yeah. I don't know it, but they turned into a gig <laughs> venue. But it
2: was amazing. That's so close.
1: <laughs> I hope it's still alive, is it still alive? I think it's still going. I mean, for a while it was
2: a really buzzing place. Rumour would play there and yeah. all that. um off the top of my head I can't but like Ben uh would angel play and like a really cool circuit and um one night, into Ben was in the audience and yeah. as I was playing shouted out inappropriately in the middle of the song, Fuck me, it's the
1: next Carol King. And, like, uh, and I I knew at the time you're probably like I'm playing my music, can you please be quiet? Um, yeah, so, 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 I love so. you but like Shut up. <laughs> um so I went to spoke to
2: Martha and it's all nice.
1: So ended up making the album. Yeah. at Abbey which was great. You know, just that little, that little studio. <laughs> that must have been incredible. Um, you talked about though that I remember reading it. You know, it was like it was an amazing experience, but you didn't feel like it was quite you at the time. Um, I guess like. Ha- did you were you cognizant of that at the time, or is it just kind of like you just wanted to create music? Um, that's a good
2: question. i bet he, I love
1: Pete. Yeah. So much fun to work with,
2: and I learned so much from him. Yeah. Um, I did struggle at the time with me what to do. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's because it's in my nature, or because yeah. I've grown up with a very clear understanding of my own musicality. Yeah. Um, and as much as I enjoy
1: collaboration, that wasn't the yeah. necessary collaboration. That was I'm the use of you. And so it's hard, I guess, when it's when you're that bit younger and you kind of just want yeah. to, you know, you get given this amazing opportunity, and it's hard to sort of say that's not me, this is me. Yeah. And to be fair to me, it was very enjoyable. Yeah. It was great. I just think I
2: had a hunger
1: to do it myself. Yeah. Was it? Do you feel like you look back on the experience though as with everything? It's it's all a learning process, and I feel like every experience you have in your life just gets you to where you are now, Um, so you can't like regret anything. Um, Yeah, exactly. So I guess it must just build towards your music now, and you are as person. Yeah, and even from personal growth reasons, like that project, everything
2: about it,
1: the vocals in Agamerra, which is a place yeah the island itself, doing the album. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah,
0: everything about that
1: experience was a it. Is yeah. It's, 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 it's just, I do just want to look back on things and like every experience gets you to where you are now so you can't complain about things. And then from that you, at some point, began songwriting with EMI. When did that... Have, like, come into your journey, like, how many years after is that? Yeah. I was that? That was the me timelines, is a waste of time. have no idea. Everything was last week And everything was either I was
2: 15 or I was 27, and those were the only ones. Yeah, um, <laughs> Like, the, everything that? Black hole. Yeah. Don't
1: remember any that. Yeah. I just don't remember timelines. Yeah, um, yeah. Know. Um, that
2: came about because the, the album I made with Beat actually did quite well, except for Radio 2, radio yeah. yeah, Oh,
1: of course, the yes, yeah. sm um, And at the
2: time, my dad was. Managing me but he's not doesn't work in the music business and the two yep. of us didn't have a clue of what we are doing. Trial narrow, trial and error. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and so one day a guy called Ian Brown phoned my dad, who at yeah. the time was Sandy Tom's manager, okay. and said, "Look, the daughter's great, but you aren't. You guys aren't doing a good enough job. Let me manage them." Yeah. So I agreed and worked with Ian, who's a lot of fun and
1: really great. Yeah, amazing.
2: And um, he had a nice connection with Ian, I guess. So yeah.
1: That's what sort of came about with him. Amazing. When you sort of started to to with songwriter, yeah. had you because it's a different, you know? A lot of people don't, don't want to song, like, they want to it it was a very conscious decision to take move from as I songwriting element for a bit of time. Um, and, and sort of yeah, as much as you could. I, I, In
2: the past when i felt when i sort of judged my own yeah. life and felt like in some way I'd failed because I hadn't become crazy famous in that moment, yeah. I would say to myself or someone would suggest it and I would defeatedly go okay yeah. that I am just a songwriter, I am not an artist. To me there's
1: no just about being a songwriter.
2: Like but anyway I, I, assume, know I you mean, yeah. as an I am only I'm solely a songwriter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and not an artist. Yeah. And that never felt right, that never sat yeah. in me at all. But yeah. it was yeah. a, a low place that I would hit, and when I signed VMI I was in that place. Uh, yeah. I wasn't presenting as an artist. Yeah. which I very much am. I
1: mean let's see holistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. And I do all of them and they're Pretty all really important
1: to me. Yeah. A producer, and like, you started to write like, it with, like obviously lots of different people you've like, written with Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Do you think every experience you've had there, advice with serenity with people, they've all really shaped your concept? Are there any... I guess, are there any people that you look back on when you think like, that, that really played such a huge role in life? It's so interesting. Mm. <laughs> You're
2: like... Mm. Oh, no, I think it's every time. I travel every time. I have my heart broken any time. Life taught me about music in terms of writing with people. um, um, I guess Nashville taught me a lot. I don't guess Nashville taught me a lot. Discipline and structure and speed of writing. but yeah, and yeah.
1: I can't think there's any one person where i thought, well, they changed the way I do yeah. music. Because <laughs> like, you, live, oh, you lived with Lucy for a while, which I can just imagine, like, in my mind, it's just like a musical <laughs> mecca. <laughs> it's been, your flat must just been filled with music all the time. Um, uh, I, yeah. I, obviously, your friendship's still very strong together. Um, yeah,
2: she's actually coming to stay with me on Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Um, was she one of the reasons why you moved to London? <laughs> no she was solely the reason like Lucy, Lucy was trying to get me to go there for years and we lived together in West Hampton for two years and by the way I had the most fun two girls could ever possibly have so we went nuts, we spent way too much more money than either of us had put together and we had so much fun and you have heard the best stories from it and it's like the time you live back
1: are like
2: yeah but never do much else Like we lived for two years um, and then for different personal reasons I've moved to New York. She wanted to go get with her boyfriend in Nashville, and yeah. um, was constantly saying, "You've got to come! You've got to come!" while I was in New York I would fly over to see yeah, yeah. Lucy and then it occurred to me I was having a lot more fun in
1: Nashville than I was in New York yeah. so eventually I moved. It's yeah. so funny because the sort of, um, reason you said it was like you thought I was going to be like the like Saxon City, New York lifestyle which is kind of the way I see it when I'm like I want to move to New York for some see and as that it's, it's so funny though like thinking out of your mind of how places can be. Uh, yeah. um, well, I guess what I think is like. <laughs> I think it's a big deal with the musical theme. It must have been quite a brave decision to do. Yeah, I like to think of that. Looking back ah. on it,
2: that, that's uh, one of the things that changed for uh, me, really yeah. actually. Yeah.
1: To answer your question was New York. It's
2: not a bit of a stereotype, I didn't know anyone. Uh, All I had was, uh, i mean, not, it's, it's not a small thing, I had my godmother's apartment. Yeah. She had said, why don't you just go to New York, and try it out. And that was the only country, so I took that opportunity. But I didn't know anyone. Um, yeah. So we used to turn up to Rockwood Music. Like every week, which was like their little hub of visit from the world, and just
1: hope that eventually you're someone to. would come and like have your like, children, say, I know. And, and eventually they did. It
2: wasn't even about be friends, it was, Well, who are you, basically keep showing up. And then I got myself in before I know it, I was gigging. by the time I left New York, I'd sold out Joe's Pub, which is like, I think not know which it felt like such a great achievement. So that was huge. For me that journey was about learning how to be as brave as I could possibly, possibly be and yeah. be so solo in every aspect of the world as I could possibly be, yeah. which I'm glad I
1: never have to do again but it was so yeah. important. It's it's hard isn't it? With You know, you know there's certain things that you want to do for your career. <laughs> and it's just having that self-esteem still, keeping going in a strange place where you're like, I don't know, that people.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very brave thing to do. Um, yeah. yeah, but it definitely wasn't cosmopolitans and Manolo Bolognese at all. It was like Subway's in the
1: cold and the rain, dragging a guitar. Yeah, and it's always like, and also everyone goes, oh, we'll have a little group of like four cool friends and we'll hang out together in the same house every single day. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Glad> <laughs> <you guys laughs> where's the free time yeah. that these girls have? Yeah. Yeah. No, and also
2: in New York, you can't spontaneously do anything. You have to cook in advance. Ladies, I'd like to have like, lunch. Well, I can do Thursday in two weeks. It's all very long. What? In Nashville, you can't get rid of people. It's like people turning up at your door. Hey, man, morning. Which is
1: I like it. Just so funny, isn't it? Like, I've been to the entire six seasons. Well, I will do that yeah. starting today. <laughs> it's it's great. It, there there go. Go. <laughs> made my day. So when you move to Nashville? Um, I guess because obviously everyone, everyone always thinks of it as like the country music matter Yeah, yeah. but actually, there's so much. It's well, I, in my mind, it's like the songwriter capital. World, like,
2: yeah, I love it, that you get that about it. it it's <laughs> just
1: there's so much more to the town than just that and people expressing like heavy. Like she's not. I don't think all has a much. Country. Yeah. Um were you did you like that before you see it? It really more about the people. So
2: yeah, I miss Lucy and then her group of people were the most fun people I'd ever met. Yeah. And it was just fun. I just that was it for me. God. It was fun meets talent. Yeah. And talent which was <laughs> Um it's gonna force me to work my game. It's a bit like being a tennis player and then suddenly you meet
1: people that like, oh, no, 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 are really on you, you I want mean to play I look at the people out there and it's like I mean obviously Lucy's a songwriter, then all the people in the people. I feel like a lot on the downtown oh, yeah. Downtown. Oh. I would say downtown rather downtown. Yeah. Yeah. I the um, to They're all I always look at them there's that is i see Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and do you think and that being funny? that town- Sorry? And funny. I mean, downtown's office, yeah. you go in and just giggle them all. Yeah. Like no, Fancy's there being funny, and... I can't wait for it. him,
1: I, whenever he releases
2: new music, he needed it. Oh, so, 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 I was honestly... He was recording while I was there, and it's sounding absolutely incredible. And our friend John has been producing it, yeah. co-producing it. And it sounds insane. Fancy's record, I feel, is going to be absolutely
1: huge. I really Yeah. So, remember, he so, saw it at C2C a few years ago, I'd never heard of him before, and it was someone see, i just, I cried. I and he not make you cry the whole time. It's just like, stop, just stop with the emissions just pouring out of your... that guy I made mean, you cry
2: laughing and then suddenly hit you with something so profound and beautiful that cuts into your soul. Nuts, talent Elizabeth. Oh
1: god, yeah, I love him. More
2: talent in your little finger. <laughs> um, but yeah I guess being there even though um, it's all
1: about talent stuff it must have did it, do you think it did change the way you wrote songs or change the way
2: your yeah I think it? while I was at particular production um, suddenly I had steel on my stuff and I had a fiddle and my voice started to oh, do a slight not swaying, but um, bending up to the note yeah before. so it, yeah it certainly influenced my sound a little bit Yeah. again it didn't it didn't it's not the same. like you're not going to go there and
1: Start. I'm, I'm gonna start writing about trucks
2: because that's. Not you. No, not so. Um, so anywhere I've lived has influenced. I guess how I write, but no, sorry, it's from my style. But how I write has never changed. It
1: yeah. just doesn't change. It just, course, especially you. if I write on my own. Yeah. Do you find you naturally write better? Or- do you prefer writing by yourself or with people?
2: It's two different experiences. You know, if it was, I'll take one away from you, then of course I yeah. it's always going to work right on my own. Because it's, it's my expression and I yeah. need it. It's my therapy yeah. in like it. The way you've the Yeah, it's kind of, and it's like my best friend, in, you know, yeah. me and the piano or a guitar just kind of writing. It's, it's
1: such a private, wonderful moment. Yeah. But I love, I do love collaborating. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's... You need them both. Yeah. And you couldn't do one without the other. And you couldn't
2: do... Yeah, it's like in life. We need people and
1: we need me time. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And then you so obviously moved back to you know, time. Right. Right. Kind of how, how did that move come about? Like what what made you decide like, to come back? Yeah. My three-year visa was yeah. coming up. I always forget that it's like that little
2: practical a massive thing. But I could have renewed it. It just it coincided with my nephew being born. Yeah. My first nephew being born, which was a big deal. And very closely. Uh, my dad had a last yeah. and I just sort of thought, nope, like, it's, it's a yeah. family yeah. term now. Go yeah. yeah. uh, um,
1: Yeah, sure. oh gosh, do writing questions down? No, I don't know, I've never been here for yeah. Um, yeah. So, so since you've back, you're obviously Cliff yeah. yeah. Richard recorded the which he played the other day, um, <laughs> how did he get that song, kind of your
2: Um, One of the wonderful things that happened since I came back is I met my manager, Dusty. She sort of came into my life very organically, it was yeah. like we met at a party and then we were talking so isn't and not that the best, for, best what, kind of purchase? Yeah, it, it wasn't like Ian Brown who just out When I'm your manager now. <laughs> it was after like a year, it was kind of meeting up. Yeah. One day she was like, yeah, I probably should be managing you and I'm like, yeah, that should happen. Yeah, that should be She works with Warner and I mean, Honestly, she didn't have any influence over who chose what, but she was she was in a position to pick who started there. I think there were 800 entries. So yeah. It was, it was a real, honestly.
1: Amazing so so to get on that. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also seeing what he yeah. did with yeah. it because of the beautiful, just a stunning version. And it's you the you did, did it's almost like when you feel it, it's so different to how painful it is. So is it always funny when you suck a different like your song
2: goes away? Well, just well no it's, it's fair yeah it is with a song I've lived with so I feel yeah. that song on an album which I'm actually gonna repackage and re-release soon. I had a real connection and relationship with that song for years before um, so I keep saying Cliff, I feel like I should say surfing. <laughs> Um, before he recorded it, and it was a bit—it was shocking at first. Yeah. What was yeah. so cool is my friend Simon happens to be playing guitar yeah. on the yeah. track. So as the recording, I get text from Simon, going, we're doing your song now. Come in. So I got to watch the recording. Oh, that's, that's pretty <laughs> special. Yeah. it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. He wasn't doing vocals that day, but it was—I got to hear the band. Yeah. And so I was very nervous about hearing his version, and then I was really pleasantly surprised. What he did, particularly in the second verse. I actually kicked myself, Thought, shit, I should have done that. Yeah, I missed around with yeah. me. the melody and he did such a good job. It's just, it's yeah.
1: really funny when all these songs, like, you're writing about things that are important to do, you, you're writing yeah, yeah, yeah. your own experiences, yeah. so it is just that kind of thing that's like, oh, I never would imagine done it's going that, that direction or that, like that way. Yeah. When
2: it it's it almost becomes something different. When it's done by a great singer, so like Shan Echo that I've been working with as well. Um, when you have an incredible vocalist singing something that's come out of your brain. It's the most exciting thing in the world. I think I just weep. It's exhilarating. It's absolutely amazing. I look forward to a lot more of that, particularly like a, a Disney-esque experience. To have someone with that kind of a voice singing something I've written was so much fun. I love it.
1: And then uh, obviously your EP is Homework. Right? Yes, um and oh it's just it first of all it's absolutely stunning. Like I just I
2: had put on so honesty, yeah, I had heard it before Ground Up and i just literally listened to it I rolled Up the other day and I was like, this is just it's just, it's just, it's just stunning. Oh. Um, did you do the production for, for it? So, yeah, so the reason it's homework is I did it all at home oh. and I took it right back to the basics where it was me, no one else was involved. One or two tracks had my friend's time and a but other than that, it was just yeah. me at home and very acoustic to strip back.
1: Which just brings me it just feels just so cute. It was a
2: very nostalgic recording process yeah. and I think quite a healing one. Um, yeah. And so. great. And now I can't wait to have a massive budget and get a load of musicians. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's obviously like we're going to
1: strip it back and we'll come give us And now, what's the money? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one one a Yeah, doing full string and everything. Three and drummers and one. seven guitarists. I <laughs> remember <and laughs> <laughs> <laughs> was talking about it when she had paid for uh, yeah, the right out, and she was like, oh, I, I was able to have strings on this album, it was really, <laughs> really yeah, <I> <laughs> um, So yeah, I guess I kind of wanted to talk to you about the inspiration behind some of the songs on the album. Yeah, Leo's son is, is my favourite yeah. album. And, uh, can you talk about the story behind that one? Yeah. I'd love to know what you what think you it's about when I tell you, just because it's fascinating for me. I don't know, I don't know, I think I got what, the inter- in my mind, yeah. Yeah, it was inspired by, like, I don't know, celestial thing
2: because of the clear and the Sun, like, I, you know you don't even, I can't even, I can yeah. even tell you. Okay, cool. I love that role. In in a sense it was. My godmother was a Leo, and we were very very close, and I'm also a Leo, so we shared that, and she passed away about 8 years ago, and it was quite sudden, and her husband asked me at her funeral to sing hallelujah, so at the funeral I had to pull my shit together and get get through (laughs)
1: hallelujah. If you guys can't do that, you're... Um, very me I did. I mean,
2: I, I broke down the second I finished, but yeah. like, um, it was actually quite a powerful moment for me, and I got
1: everyone in the room to sing along, and it was a really, really. I have to be like, I was thinking bad. about like, honestly, oh, oh my god. First of all, that's not beautiful. Wow. Are you? And it was must be very. Yeah. Again, it's like me. You know, it's funny when. You your release music and you know you've had your own inspiration your own story behind yeah, it and it pops out and so all people have their stories their own interpretation behind uh, which it which is really I right. guess a pretty pretty cool thing to yeah to have.
2: once I've written it and it's out, it's not my yeah. business what people I mean, think it's someone out there listening
1: to it in the cars or listening to it maybe like post breakup
2: up yeah and I would want someone to put their own
1: interpretation that's the whole thing an old fashioned car which played around which is absolutely stunning. Obviously it's inspired by your amazing Um, (laughs) work. Yeah, I guess it it must be very... Another, another, it's like obviously you talk about the songs as therapy and of the fact that it must be amazing having the ability to put, like, when you uh, love someone so much, be able to put that yeah, into words and be able to write. I just think it's such a gift to be able to write that kind of stuff, because you know, people so want to express the way they feel and be able to express, the able to express song. I think it, so it's just been the most be amazing experience. Yeah.
2: Um, thank you. I've never really
1: written romantic or yeah.
2: love songs, I guess, because I've never felt Yeah. This Way before.
1: It needs to have proper inspiration. Yeah, it needs to be authentic.
2: Rather than, I mean, I'd, I'd written sort of unrequited love, or I'd written. Um, observations of other people so this was yeah.
1: just, you know, I think, and Some people are like it's
2: my time to write a love song. Yeah, and it's kinda nice, like sometimes people think maybe a love song's a bit cliche or but for me I grew up Van Morrison's one of my heroes and his songs are so romantic. They're so yeah. like, poetic and romantic. And this one was the first time I've been
1: able to do that which it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it must have been really incredible. And obviously releasing all the music also. um yeah. I don't know how long it meant to be something for you and on your name. What was the kind of like process of, I guess, putting it out? Um, Stripping um, I think it had been about three years and the previous yeah. album
2: had been very the opposite, very big budget yeah. and a lot of heart yeah. and soul went into yeah. it. Yeah. And this was, uh, it was actually Justine, my manager said so I think yeah. we need start, let's get something out but just just do it at home. Just, you
1: know, yeah. Make it simple, make it simple. I, yeah, I can't remember how the homework came about but it came about. So it's just, yeah. And I guess so. what will be the next process for you of releasing music? Uh, I don't know, I a bigger budget project. Is that in the works, or is it...? Yeah. Is it, yeah. it, it one like, of those things you like, I don't think i touch wood. Yeah,
2: it's... I... I... I, I Honestly, that hasn't formulated yet, yeah. um, but yes, it's absolutely going to happen. I also, this uh, album that i had that um, we've intentionally, I'm going to repackage, I'm going to re-release some of that stuff, which I'm really excited to put out there, because yeah. some of my proudest work is on that record, and it, i to
1: It's fun, it's so when it some things you're proudest about, you don't want to just let them go you know, as as it is, nice like, to revisit yeah. them, a the, the, the new light with your upcoming music Exactly, and I'd actually really want to re-release my version. Yeah. Um so, yeah, so that's coming. So, did you did the round? I was like, need a version of that It's got strings on it. It's got the whole works. Oh, one actually, uh, quick question I have about in my hands is yes, because that's I heard it being is such an empowering song mm-hmm. about you know it yeah. Your personal um, the way you move forward, the way you like, approach life—was
2: yeah. that? Did it feel oh, empowering to write? Yeah, I, I've always
1: been reluctant to use any anger in because I've
2: always felt, well, I don't want to just sound pissed off. But then I. Th- have recently, anger is actually a really beautiful expression if it's if it's yeah. used appropriately, like used yeah. in the right way.
1: It's 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 yeah, delicate, like, yeah, it's, it's a balance. balance
2: and as long as there's hope, I think within the message, the anger can sometimes really be moved. And that was an authentic piece of anger for me. It was, I wrote it around the. Um, me too movement taking off. I had my own sort of experience with that kind of thing as a child and for me this was just um, all of those emotions kind of just came out and again at this meditation retreat that I was on that's where the song was written. Really. Oh, okay. So it was like a very healing space. And, I was going to say it doesn't, it
1: feel. Well that's good. It's a song that you know listen to, and you think um, I more got a sense of empowerment from that's it. it rather than it did. It did come like from a internal like it's against bad things, but not. It, it didn't feel like bitter. Yeah, no, it was
2: definitely no. It's thank you, and it's yeah. not bitter. It's a taking back power song. That's exactly
1: what it is. Uh, what we all need right yeah. now. I yeah. feel no, like it's is that something that is important to you is so having that um, you know we're living in a time which is a not thinkable. going yeah And um, to have those songs which you know have um, a real message from behind them to deal with the memories and other other messages. Uh-huh.
2: I think it's the most important aspect of what I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean I'm here to deliver the messages there inspire
1: hope something people, or move someone, or really join someone, that's what a <laughs> <then he's> <laughs> <laughs> all these I just always end up with my final question, like, okay. okay. yeah. so uh, wine or whiskey. That wine or whiskey. Oh,
2: I got answers this at the yeah, up. Okay. Wine, absolutely, yeah, 100%. I always
1: start with that one. What's your answer to one? Wine. Yeah, red and white. Right. me to always ready. Drank way too much for last night at a comedy club. Yeah. And it's quite oh, fun. On. I've never been to a comedy club before. It's on my list. of people. I always do um like a barrel list, I call it. So instead yeah. of um Buffy yeah, lid. I do like things I want to do that year. So it could be like, like no. go to a comedy club. This one it's really good. So it's called like Top Secret Comedy Club in London. It's really good. Um, well, you're four acts, brilliant, really good. One of them was. Uh, that, uh, we know you're like uh, There are women in the audience. Yeah. You um, can the audience. Favourite song you've ever written? I can't. I can't do that. There <sighs> What's What's that's the so many stories. I can't do
2: that. I'm going to say always oh, the last one I just wrote. Yeah.
1: Actually,
2: that's
1: the thing. Do you appreciate rituals? Do you appreciate rituals? Do, do I
2: pre-show ritual? ritual? Um, two things. I sit quietly on my own for a moment and visualise bringing in whatever the audience or whatever one specific person audience may require from me that like cool. And then, then, just as I'm going on, if I can, which I usually can, I'll sneak and look at the audience
1: and just send love out into oh, them. <laughs> I just love Bridget when was like, I'm going yeah. like, <laughs> to show them we're naked um, do the opposite, like And your favourite musical memory? <laughs> Ooh, uh, the
2: first time I heard, I'd written a string arrangement on that yeah. very first album, oh, Abbey Road, yeah, and yeah. we got an orchestra in to play an arrangement that I had written. I get your was talking about. Yeah, that's up. That's definitely yeah.
1: up there. And then the There's first something time, about orchestras. Mm-hmm. So many people just coming together, like one and it it
2: sound, or all like instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Ferrari of, yeah. of the music experience. Um, but then also the first time I recorded in Nashville with those players in that studio. That's one of the highlight lights in my life, actually. Exactly. Um, first concert you ever went to? I think. No, I'm pretty sure it was a cliff.
1: Concert. How weird is that? Full circle. It's all this. This yeah. sort of like mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. um, the last Most random place you've ever heard you
2: actually
1: music. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the place I've ever heard my music.
2: I don't know the answer to that, but I do get PRS checks, and it say, like Tokyo and New Zealand. And I'm like, how is that happening? karaoke bars
1: and things like that. I mean, amazing, but Yeah, how is that happening? What could be your dream collaboration? I have many.
2: Um, At the moment, I'm quite fixated on Labyrinth. I I really would love to work with Labyrinth. Yeah, I can see that. And also, I'd love to write with Laurie.
1: I mean, yeah, that, Would you rather <laughs> give up songwriting writing then? can't, don't do that don't to make it. It. Um, And finally, music <laughs> is... Music is... Music is... Music
2: is probably the most healing that we have on the planet. Uh,
1: I love that. And it, and Francis. And Francis. <laughs> <that too. laughs> I always feel like that's the hardest question of the whole thing. You're like, Francis is... I mean, many things. <laughs> so many things. So many
0: things.
1: Much faster. <laughs> Uh, I want to. think yeah. this would
2: be a possible a Yes, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Three really to say, Yeah. We sang hallelujah like we never sang before. We shared how we knew you and all that we were thankful for. It's just like you, crowd please and leave.
0: thank you so much to Anna Krantz for taking the time to chat with me and that will do it for episode 75 off the record, make sure to tune in next week, we'll be back to our usual schedule once a week um, and hopefully um, another exciting episode so talk to you soon guys, bye